Hello and welcome to the Pinstripe Alley podcast. That's right, another episode of the Pasop is here. We're still calling it that. Thank you for joining us, Pasoppers, or is it Pasoppies? Kunj, what do you think? I think they're all, they're the Pasoppies, we're the Pasoppers. Right, okay. So again, thank you for joining us, Pasoppies. Uh, your Pasoppers today, as always, are Greg Kirkland and Kunj Shaw. How are you doing, Shaw? I'm well, thanks. How about you? I'm all right, you know. Been a, it's been a good week so far. Uh, Yankees roster seems to be getting to where we want it. And, well, all right, I'm just going to start off right now. And for those not aware, we are recording this Wednesday. I loved your photo for the link dump this morning. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So for those who may not have seen it, on Tuesday – sorry, what was that? I was about to say, shame on you if you haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You should be reading the linked ups every day. How exactly. do you see it, your Yankee news? Would you go to the actual sites? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, for those who haven't seen it, on Tuesday, Aaron Boone announced that Tyler Wade had officially made the Yankees opening day roster. He didn't give him a job like the starting second baseman or anything, but he said that Wade will join the team on their journey north. So I use that as an opportunity to use a picture of Dwayne Wade and Steven Tyler and uh, Gabrielle Union, and I headlined it, Tyler Wade Joins the Union Army, because I'm a genius. And that is all. Thank you for listening to the Pasop. You can all go home now. Yes, like, like, comment, and subscribe on Twitter. Uh, follow us on <laughs> iTunes. That's it. That's that's the entire show. That's that's the Pasop. <laughs> I, I suppose we should talk a bit about Tyler Wade making the roster. Fine, I guess we could keep talking. <laughs> but no, yeah, uh, Tyler Wade made the roster. He worked with uh, Albert Pujols this offseason and apparently like space-jammed his powers because Tyler Wade can hit. What, I wonder what that means for the Angels. Like, if, if Tyler Wade actually got his youth and powers, like Pujols is going to be not as good as the bad he's already been for them. <laughs> I don't know if he's been Some bad, but, yeah. <laughs> but that, I'll just say that contract is looking more and more like, uh, I don't know whose is worse at this point, uh, Pujols or Miguel Cabrera's, but both do not look good. Well, Cabrera maybe will give another year before, because he's only just, he was only bad just this past year, whereas Pujols has been bad for a while now. Either way, they're both not good contracts. Yeah, no, they're they're both quite quite terrible. I still like um, I forgot who it was. The uh, we're talking about some kid who joined the, the Tigers broadcast, and they asked him like who his favorite Tigers player was, and he goes, "No one." <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> was he gonna pick Shane Green? I know Fa- fan favorite Shane Green. I mean, come on, that trade was a boon for them. We didn't get much out of it. Well, we have booned. You messed that up. Oh, my my apologies. But I said we we didn't we didn't get much out of that trade. What Sir Didi oh. Gregorius, only you know twenty five home run hitting shortstop who makes Twitter an actual joy to go on. Well, I mean the downside of it is if you've been following the new Yankee commercials, it is confirmed that Didi Gregorius does take LSD. Oh, one hundred percent. LSDD. <laughs> That might be the title of this podcast. <laughs> Dee Dee. This is a screenshot from that commercial as the whole the main picture. It works it works even better if you put the S in L S D as Sir. So <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Again, 
from from uh, your uh, link dump photo to DD on LSDD. Uh, great it's a hell of a way to start up a sock. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean Tyler Wade has really done nothing but prove like he belongs on the roster. I mean he's ver- he's versatile, so they will find a use for him. Yeah, and I I do think that. Neil Walker being on the roster does make it so he probably gets a lot of regular playing time, but Tyler Wade has basically forced the Yankees' hand, and so Aaron Boone didn't even seem that committal on Neil, committed to Neil Walker and made it seem like they're both going to be getting like equal amounts of regular playing time, whether it be like one day, you know, one is at second, the other one's at third or first or however it may turn out but I don't think it's a case where one is a starter and the other one isn't I think they're going to do their best to find them playing time as long as you know Wade keeps up hitting we know what Walker can do it's just as a matter of whether or not Wade can keep it up which I hope he does yeah I mean I look at it this way I think having Walker for a year will also uh take a little bit off of of the pressure maybe off of Wade not that I don't you know who knows if that actually affects him or not but you know, it gives him a little bit of leeway where, hey, you know, if he's slumping a bit, you know, you still have Walker to go to. If Walker's slumping a bit, you have Wade. So it's a pretty good solution at second base. And let's also, like, Tyler Wade's really fast. So right there, you have a pinch runner. And, I mean, you have a pinch runner who can come in and even replace Walker on defense, and you're not losing much. I mean, Wade has had, in addition to the offensive spring training, Wade has been pretty solid on defense. He's made some really nice plays. So. That also will help in the in the latter innings. Yeah, definitely. I mean, even last year during his uh, cup of coffee, his defense was fine and like you know pretty good. It was just a matter of the fact that he could not hit with the like, and he seems to figure that out. At least, obviously, you know, spring training, so take it with a grain of salt. But I'm gonna take it for what it is right now and just hope for the best for him. Yeah, we hope he goes from a Starbucks coffee to a. Uh, Tim Hortons coffee? I don't know. I mean, I'm not a real coffee drinker, so I don't know, like, the quality of coffees. I know I like Tim Hortons because it's the only real coffee I've ever liked to a point. Yeah, I'm not a big coffee person either. Whenever I have coffee, it's pretty much fake. Like, I'll have French vanilla, but then, like, light and sweet. So it's like 5% coffee, 90% sugar, and, like, another 3% milk. Oh, is that? And 2% just air. Oh, wait. Oh, right. I guess I should t- say, like, the only coffee I've actually liked is, like, Tim Horton's Oreo Frappuccino thing. Oreo Frapp. Yeah, that's so coffee. It's mostly <laughs> just Oreo. a milkshake. So it's pretty much, you know, an Oreo milkshake with a hint of coffee flavoring, which might be why I like it. Yeah. My, that, my that I drink straight right. black coffee. No, yeah, not, not even sugar. Like, just straight up black <laughs> coffee. I'm like, wow. That sounds awful. It does, but more power to it. Meanwhile, I, you know, have, like, chocolate milk every morning because I'm an adult. Chocolate milk's amazing. It's so good. Yeah. Do, do you use, like, do you do, like, uh, syrup or do you just buy chocolate milk or do you, like, you know, get Hershey syrup and, like, classic stirring action going? I do the Nesquik syrup, but I do get the classic stirring action going. Ah, yes. Makes sense. That way everyone can have milk and you're just not buying a whole bottle of chocolate milk. Yes. <laughs> which, which if you're like the only one who drinks chocolate milk, that's both selfish. It's both selfish in the way that you're not only taking up space, but like you could 
It's not even sharing. No, yeah, it's I'm doing my thing. As but no, I'm in a household where we all drink milks, and I'm the only one who drinks the chocolate milk. But again, I don't mind the classic stirring action, so we're good. Yeah, exactly. It's solid. I made banana bread this uh, weekend. Yeah, I, I messaged you my address. I'm still expecting it in the mail. It's on its way. It it, okay. it might only be a like actual slice, but it's on its way. Trust me. One slice of banana bread is better than no slice of banana bread. Too true. Too true. So, no, we're moving on on the food podcast. This is about food, right? Yeah. What else would it be about? The Yankees? Psh, Who cares about them? What are we going to say about them? <laughs> yeah, it's been a pretty much a week of cuts for them. Uh, I mean, we're we're getting to that point now where it's like, all right, what's your roster? Come on. Uh, baseball starts in, like, almost under a, a little under two weeks. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this point, I think they – are down to just having to figure out who that 25th man on the roster is going to be. And that's partially because Jacoby Ellsbury is dead again. Again? Shocking. It's not really the least bit of surprising news. Uh, but what, what are you talking about? I know. <laughs> Jacoby Ellsbury is, pe- is a bastion of health. Yes. When I think health, I think Jacoby Ellsbury. <laughs> I, oh, so, so, yeah, so he's dead again. asked that in the... I think it was my linked up on Tuesday. Someone asked, like, does anyone, uh, someone said, like, does anyone expect Ellsbury to not, or to have a healthy season, or like a full healthy season? Hold on a second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up that because I thought it was like the most hilarious question. <laughs> well, while you're looking that up, yeah. So apparently Ellsbury had an oblique injury, and then he was starting to participate in drills again, and then is experiencing, like, flu-like symptoms, basically he's dead. Yeah. Oh, oh, there it is. Okay, I found it. So I was like, someone at uh, AJS Mind asked, like, anyone feel like Ellsbury's going to have another injury-hampered season? Which I was like, okay, does anyone think Ellsbury is not going to have an injury-hampered season? It's like, because if so, I'll have what they're having. Yep. I mean, come on. Make that too. Has Make he, it a double. Has he had a full season since being on the Yankees? Maybe 2014 and that's it? Even then, I don't think it was, like, a full season, was it? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, players get injured up the the yin-yang, the wazoo, whatever other thing you want to say. But he is – I just can't recall a time where he's ever been fully healthy. And I – Actually, in 2016, he apparently played in 148 games. I don't believe you. Neither do I. (laughs) Baseball reference. I think you're lying to me. I, I want that research anymore. It is not valid. No. I did search Jacoby Ellsbury, right? Two L's. Yep. Carry the two. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same guy. Wow. Hundred. How did he do that year? I don't remember it being good. Um. I mean, he, he wasn't awful. <laughs> I guess. He wasn't good. Again. He had nine home runs. Wow. That's Gardner hits twenty home runs. That's what I love about that's what I love about this whole thing because you know pretty much when Ellsbury was signed it was just the idea of like he's going to be I just thought he was going to be a better a slightly better Brett Gardner turns out he's actually a worse Brett Gardner over time Brett Gardner has stayed the course and is hitting more home runs and Jacoby Ellsbury is dying <laughs> Yep we paid the man to die <laughs> Is this is this like the 2018 legal version of like contract killing is that how it works now maybe like 
the Yankees Yankees should have just, you know, went the short route and hired like John Wick or something. Yeah, then it would have been over before it started. <laughs> Jacoby Ellsbury killed your dog. Oh, good to know. <laughs> just see Keanu's face, like, look at Ellsbury and that's it. <laughs> it, um, I it was like a meme the other day. I was like, a, uh, somebody posted on Twitter where like, because of this whole like Avengers and Thanos hype and like uh, John Wick walks into a room and is like, who killed my dog? And everyone points at Thanos and he's just like, so what's this about? And it's just like, oh yeah, you're dead. Yeah, exactly. I, I, is afraid of John Wick. Everyone's, it's John Wick. I can't wait for John Wick 3 because I loved John yeah. Wick 1 and I really love John Wick 2. They're both so good. Yeah, but, but yeah. back to the Yankees, yeah, so Jacoby Ellsbury's dead. His roster spot's temporarily open. So one would think that, you know, with an outfielder being down, they might go with an outfielder, but luckily the Yankees have like 700 of them. And they have no clear first base backup outside of Neil Walker. So like a Billy McKinney or a Tyler Austin would have made sense because they both can technically play in the outfield, but they're um, both also first base, especially like Billy McKinney. He's learning first base or since last year he's been converted to first base, however that works. Those would have made sense, but I do think the Yankees go with adding an extra pitcher just to start off. Probably. Yeah, because I think, yeah, you said like – uh. Austin and McKinney were set down, so. Right. And so, and especially because the Yankees have, like, five games in five days to start the season with, like, with that before, like, a day off, which really isn't that bad, but when it's, like, the beginning of the season and before, like, the starters, like, are going, like, seven, eight innings, you're going to be using that bullpen, so without a day off, it's nice to have that 13th uh, arm in the in the pen available, even if it is like Luis Sessa, I guess that's, that's a picture, right? (laughs) No, it's not. And we, and the Yankees, the Yankees need to stop thinking that it is because he's not good. No, I I do think it'll actually come down to, um, Domingo Herman or Jonathan Holder, both of whom are actually having really good springs. Yeah. I'm fine with either of those. Sessa should not be an option. Uh, at all. No. <laughs> uh, breaking. Yeah, actually, uh, hold on. Breaking the sop news. Aaron oh, Judge no. just hit his second home run uh, of the of this game, which we can't see right now because I don't know. But it's it's kind of good to know that even in spring training, the Orioles pitching is no match for Aaron Judge. <laughs> Aaron, well, that's why I said like, congrats to the Orioles for signing Alex Cobb. And RIP his career because he's going to give up like 74 home runs to Judge alone. I know. I, I said that's really bold, uh, bold of Cobb to go back into a, vi- a division where he will have to face a lineup consisting of Judge, Sanchez, Stanton, Bird, Sertidi. Well, did yeah. you see the excellent joke I made about how they're going to be a thorn on the Cobb? Oh, that did you my make joke that was your joke? Yes. I made that joke on Twitter because I'm at I'm not a home run hitter. It was brilliant. I laughed. I I thought it was a fantastic joke. I'm, I'm glad you appreciated my humor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, the way Judge is destroying Orioles pitching, soon we'll have to mourn on the cob. Oh, damn you. All right. <laughs> just, oh, I've, damn you. I've got a list of these. Uh, let me just tell you. 
I'm pretty sure you use it sometimes, but rhymezone.com or .net is the greatest site there is. What is this rhyme zone? I've never heard of this. Oh, it's it's fantastic. It's it's just a pl- you put in a word and it provides you know words that rhyme with it, and I use it all the time for both my parody parodying needs and my pun needs. Oh, and here I just thought you're some sort of creative genius. I do all my work on my own. This is a this is a PED. Oh, I'm I'm I fully take the easy way out. <laughs> I don't blame you. Uh, I'm I... going to be using this every day of my life now. On. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, Aaron Judge uh, hitting hitting home runs against Orioles pitching. That that's a thing that was going on last year, and it it's good to see it's continuing. I think you can at Aaron Judge on Twitter at I am a home run hitter. Yes, uh, he'll answer you, and yes, he'll provide at him all the time. Uh, I still don't know what the the O's gave him. Like what four years? Four years, fifty-seven million. I think was the final number, fifty-eight. Yeah, I mean that's a great deal for Cobb. I'm surprised the O's gave him that in the current market, where again Lance Lynn got like one year and twelve million. Yeah, so, I mean, if I'm Lance Lane, I'm not a happy person right now. Though I do value Cobb a little bit more, but Lance Lynn should have gotten more money. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it is funny that the Orioles did give out this contract, which is actually good for Cobb, so that's awesome. Yeah. And it's I'm okay with the Orioles doing that because they're weird and philosophically don't believe in international signings, so who cares? Let them use their money. You think the O's will sign Ubaldo again? Oh, they're, they're going to have to. Yeah. Alex Cobb is too good of a pitcher to be in their rotation for them to not have Ubaldo in their rotation. It's the backstop or whatever you would <laughs> qualify him as. Just just, just the Ubaldo. Yeah, the Ubaldo of the group. Yep. I wonder if, like, I don't think the O's fans like consider him their Mitre, but maybe some do? I don't know. I feel like it's so hard when everything's just been so bad for so long. Yeah. I must. I was just thinking about that because, you know, the Yankees are obviously going for World Series or a dynasty, whatever you want to call it at this point. And I just think of those teams, like, you know, because everyone's just talking about how rebuilding is the thing. It's like, oh, you have to, you know, you go bad, you draft well, because that's how the, you know, the Cubs and the Astros and the Royals and eventually, you know, that's how smart smart baseball's done, and I was like, yeah, but what about the teams that do that and don't make it? Like, you know, you think of, I just think of the Tigers. The Tigers had their window slammed shut in front of them, and now they're paying Miguel Cabrera a ton of money, and they've lost Justin Verlander, and they're going to be rebuilding for three to, I don't know, ten years? (laughs) Yeah, it's weird how they just didn't invest in their bullpen, and that just, like, destroyed their window yeah who knew like you needed people who could actually close games i mean they had what jd martinez max scherzer justin verlander miguel cambrera all on a team at the same time and didn't win the world series i know what? like there's a reason they beat us in the you know the alcs they were good they were very good except for one specific area that whoops i just think you know i just think of it just keeps reminding me of how incredibly important Mariano Rivera was to the Yankees dynasty and I you, well, did you see his Mariano.jpg. oh yeah did you you see his comment um last week I think where he said uh, oh that cutter could still get people out and I was like, oh, oh yeah and I'm, I'm sure it would it's like four weeks like, of training and I'm ready cars. and I believe him 100 <laughs> percent 
Uh huh. The only reason he re- retired was just he it was too much, too much traveling. Too much travel. He, he did it for so long. He had nothing else to do. Yeah. Nothing else to prove. So my honestly, that's why my father retired from his job. He's like, no, nah, I'm done with traveling. <laughs> like, uh, it's you know, it takes a toll. And that's he fair. did it way more than my father did. Yeah. But yeah, like, like but I absolutely gotta... believe Mariano could step in and retire like anybody in the league. Yeah. Except if uh, LTL and I went to a game together when Mariano was pitching, uh, he blew that game. Like he blew, I think his last year he blew four uh, four games, and LTL and I were at two of them. And so he retired so you guys could stay going to Yankees games. Look at what a noble person he is. He really is. He, he did it for you guys. Here, here are the millions, and especially to us. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, next year uh, is when he's eligible for Hall of Fame, and I said I am going to Cooperstown for that. I'll be right there with you. Exactly. PSA road trip. Oh, speaking of road trip. Speaking of, trip. Speaking of PSA road trips, we're going to London. London, baby. Yeah. Sorry, I have friends Joey stuck in my head. I know. For those who don't know, Kunshaw is one of the biggest uh, fans of friends out there. That's accurate. I'm not even going to say more because that's just the end of that. All right. <laughs> but, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> Yankees and Red Sox looking to play a two-game series in uh, London. And I – honestly, I think that's awesome. Like, I think that's really cool that they would be doing that. I, I think it's a bit better than seeing, like, you know, football Jaguars versus Browns. In London, I I just feel like a Yankees Red Sox series would be, because uh, I mean, I like you to think want like the difference there. I mean, people are gonna say like, oh, but you know that t- you know Yankees Red Sox game take four hours and like you haven't watched cricket, have you? Like those games, yeah, they don't mind that. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind it either. I mean, I mind We're it at eight o'clock at night, maybe, eight. but. Like, cricket's a sport that could go on for days. They they can deal with the four hour Yankee Red Sox game. And it's absolutely better than a Jaguars-Browns game because, like, the Yankees and Red Sox are actually good baseball teams, whereas the Jaguars and Browns are, well, one of the them. Jaguars and Browns. Well, I mean, the Jaguars did make it pretty far, you know. They almost yeah. came close, and then they faced the juggernaut of, that are the New England Patriots. <clears throat> Screw them. I guess, I, I guess they are good now, but it's... Hard for me to take a team seriously that has Blake Bortles, a.k.a. a Pokemon, starting as their quarterback. <laughs> Bortles, Bortles. Bortles, Bortles! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough about Blake Bortles. But, yeah, no, um, Yankees, Red Sox in London, I would totally, you know, hopefully, I'm telling you, I, I'm going yeah, they... to start a petition for SB Nation and Vox Media to 100% pay for for Pinstripe Alley to go. Oh. Again, Tyler Norton, you have the PSA black card, right? Of course just, he does. Just two tickets. Crunch and Greg, just do it. Hey, they, you know you want. It's like by joking about going to Yankee uh, NYY Steak on Twitter with LTL, we actually got to go. So my theory is I can do the same with uh, SB Nation, Vox Media. I would even say like what you what you do for a good marketing thing is send both Pinstripe Alley and Over the Monster. Yeah, I guess that's fine. But if you have to choose one, it's us. No, of course it's us. We're best. <laughs> and again, screw Red Sox fans. Always. Always. The worst. Ugh. I was just thinking, have the Red Sox, except for 
J.D. Martinez, have the Red Sox really improved in any specific area other than J.D. Martinez? They didn't really improve on their pitching much, right? They didn't get a pitcher this this offseason. I mean, I guess they're relying on David Price not sucking butts. I shouldn't say that. I guess they're not relying. They're relying on David Price not being awful again. That's a that's bold at this point. I mean, he has had like two pretty meh years. Yeah, and I mean, I think they still believe that Rick Porcello is a Cy Young winner, even though I guess he technically is, but it's also Rick Porcello. So what? And then they have Drew Pomeranz, I guess. I don't know, man. The Red Sox are weird. They are weird. I agree. They're kind of dumb, too, if you ask me. Yeah. Screw them. And I think they smell. They do smell. Yes. There's a distinct odor about them. It's it's odiferous. It's it's rank. That's what turned their socks red. They used to be brand new, clean, fresh-smelling white socks. The team from Boston put them on, and they just the smell was so bad, they just turned a different color. That's right. I, I just that's, want to remind history, folks. Just want to remind the uh, Pasapis out there: we are not above petty Red Sox hatred. No, not at all. <laughs> and if you're a Pasapi, neither are you. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm just trying to think of like the besides the Red Sox, the AL East teams that have improved, and my my money's on none of them. Yeah, I mean the, the Rays just kind of went lateral at best. Ugh. But they also gave up, like they also got rid of Evan Longoria. So bonafide Yankee killer Evan Longoria, which is again awesome for us. But yeah, I mean, lateral at best is how I describe their offseason. If the O's could do us a solid and get rid of uh, Jonathan Scoop, Scope, Scope, Scop, it is Scope, right? Scop, Scop. Okay, I I'm not gonna lie, I often forget that. Oh, I'm just making things up at this point. Oh, okay. I'm just making sounds. Yeah, I think so- it is Scope. Yeah, but if they could do us a solid and get rid of him, I'd appreciate that. He he just kills us. And yeah, I mean, I mean, it's pretty. I think the Blue Jays made it clear that uh, Vlad Jr. will not be ready for this year, which you know, thankfully, because I'm I'm kind oh, of looking forward to seeing him play, but he, he looks like he's going to destroy everybody. Like maybe in a in an awesome world. The, like, Tigers will trade Shane Green to the Blue Jays for Vlad, for baby Vlad, so I can still enjoy baby Vlad without him being in the division in some way. Or, you know, R.A. Dickey, maybe, maybe trade for R.A. Dickey and, you know, get baby Vlad, but just get him out of the division so I can enjoy baby Vlad is all I'm saying. Exactly. Oh, Shaw. Uh, breaking, more breaking Pasop news, and this is not even Yankee related, but, uh, Caitlin just posted in the Slack that it's uh, PSA staff prediction time. It is. I'm so excited for this this year because I'm 100% going to make the stupidest possible prediction among all of the PSA writers. What if like we just go in there right now and just fill it out for everybody? <laughs> <laughs> oh, should we? No, that that would take precious time. I'm just I'm just gonna spoil this and say exactly what I'm gonna do. That's gonna be so stupid. I'm go going, for it. I am 100% picking the Marlins to not only win the NL East but make it to the World Series to face the Yankees. Oh, that's not that ridiculous. Yes, it is. They had the Derek Jeter ma- magic working for them. Well, that that's exactly why I'm picking them 
because the Ritu Pect Factor. Exactly. <laughs> I think we've used uh, Ritu Pect in every single uh, Pasop episode Pasop. since we started, and we will continue to do so. We sure will. But no, I'm 100% banking on the ridiculous of base, ridiculousness of baseball, and just uh, Jeet's magic, because that man has gotten everything he's wanted out of his life. So and it's, it'll be it'll actually be so funny for like everybody to tear apart what the Marlins have done, and Derek Jeter to just sit on his throne like petting his white cat. Turning around as the Marlins are announced as the National League World Series team, I don't even and know it's going to be perfect. There. I don't care. I think they have way in ten still. Is, yeah. Uh, okay. Um. Uh-huh. I mean, Caleb Smith. Just they're talking about Caleb Smith. Uh, he was a former Yankee, possibly, uh, former Yankee prospect, possibly making that starting rotation. I'm like, wow, it's going to be quite a year. Yeah, and, and, just, and the World Series. Mind, the Phillies have improved, the Nationals are still a powerhouse, and the Mets, you know, we love the Mets, but they, the Mets at least have a possibility of a functioning starting rotation if they all remain healthy. They won't, yeah, but... Well, except for, who is it that's, like, growing bones in his, like, abs? Is, it, is that Jacob deGrom? He's just, like... I think so. I would go from Harry Potter, and now he just has excess bones growing. <laughs> Good job. You know. One just just grows extra bones. But yeah, so that is my one hundred percent BS pick for um our the the Pasop uh, prediction or not the Pasop predictions but the PSA predictions. Well, I guess that kind of spells out Pasop, but it's, it's not the real Pasop. Exactly. It's the fake Pasop. But yeah, Marlins. Uh, they're not going to beat the Yankees, but they're going to go to the World Series. Yep. Jeet's magic. And Starlin Castro will be there for some reason. <laughs> he looks doing his, so doing sad. Doing what he does. I, I mean, I feel kind of bad for him, but he just looks so sad when they took that photo of him during, you know, spring training photo day. It's like, it's a total, what the hell am I doing here photo? Why am I here? <laughs> Why have you forsaken me? Again, again, he was right, traded right before the Cubs won their World Series, and then... Um, traded to the Yankees right before, like, they got all their stuff together. Went from a... And right before they won the World Series. Exactly. Maybe that's the key. Trade Starling Castro, next <laughs> year you win. Yeah, so, you know, the Marlins will do really well. They'll make it to the World Series this year. Then they'll trade him next year, and then they'll win the World Series. Yeah. I called that, too. That's an official Passat call in it. All right. <laughs> It was a joint effort, so it's not like my calling it; it's our calling it. We called it exactly. We 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 both take the the credit and the blame. That's that's teamwork. No, I'm only taking the credit. If it's if it's wrong, it's all your fault. Oh, okay. That's also teamwork, really. <laughs> teamwork makes a dream work. <laughs> We're getting that. That sounds like a corporate heel jeets thing. Yes. <laughs> Gonna gonna have that hanging in the Marlins clubhouse. They're all gonna like tap the sign before they like, walk <laughs> on. <laughs> Teamwork makes the dream work. Is the new in like Times New Roman size twelve font? Oh Just, no like, no no! It's the Marlins, dude. They're going one hundred percent full blown Comic Sans. Yeah, but that's like 
pre-Jeter would go Comic Zans. Jeter would just go Times New Roman, just as boring as possible. Or Ariel. Yeah, that too, that's another option. <laughs> My God, we need baseball to start because we are literally discussing fonts on, <laughs> on the SOP. Whereas soon... Fun with fonts. Exactly. Soon, you know, baseball will be here and you'll get the joy of the uh, Yankee and the Mitre of the week. That's always a, that's always a fun thing. Yeah, I'm sure every all the Pisapis will be excited to know that every week my Yankee of the week will be David Robertson. He wins. <laughs> wins. You're all wrong. He wins. What's funny is I can 100% see you doing that too and meaning it. Oh, did you think I was kidding? No, I really did. We're we're gonna have to have more. We are gonna have to have more guests on because I'm gonna need someone to. Give me another answer other than David Robertson. <laughs> have some other conversation. So, Shaw, how'd you, who's your Yankee of the Week? Oh, it was D-Rob. He didn't play this week. Eh, I don't care. So he's injured. Hey, he he, met, he was there in spirit. Hey, I didn't say he's injured. Don't you put that evil on D-Rob. He just took a week off. He went on vacation. I All right. I'm just going to say uh, Matt Ferencik, uh, He put. I have the the uh, Google spreadsheet open for the predictions, and Ferencik has predicted – 69 home runs for Stanton and 69 home runs for uh, Judge as well, and bravo. That's, that's nice, but it's also too low. I feel like we really should put, like, Sanchez home runs in there because, again, Sanchez has had an incredible spring, and he he hit, like, 33 home runs last year, 34, and he was out for a month. Yeah, I guess... Just because Stanton and Judge are just so tall. Yeah, I was... This was just like you were going to run out of columns, because if you're putting in Sanchez, which who absolutely deserves a spot on there, Greg Bird deserves a spot on there, too. Yeah. I mean, they have Batances Ks. We should probably... It should be D-Rob Ks. It should be. Or just how many times couldn't Shaw mentions D-Rob? Yeah. Just put Infinity Sign there. <laughs> Every, every what, if I just mean, what if I just mean that my answer for everything? How many uh, John Carlos Stanton home runs are there? D-Rob. D-Rob. How many Aaron Judge home runs are there? D-Rob. 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 <laughs> Fun fact, he's winning the American League MVP this year. 100%. Uh-huh. It's all it's all about he, D-Rob. He might win the Rookie of the Year. He might. For both leagues. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was just thinking... Uh, we were talking about the cuts earlier, and it does make me sad that uh, Miguel Andujar got sent down because he really did have a really good spring. But again, like they have Brandon Drury. I, did I say Brandon Jewelry? Because I meant to say Drury. I think you said Drury. Drury. So it was like some weird. I, I think Drury. I've for the record. I think I've uh, decided on my home run pun for him. Are you going to share it or not yet? Um, you know the song Intergalactic okay. by the uh, Beastie Boys, of course, right? No, can you sing it? Uh, you know, Intergalactic Planetary. So I'm thinking of doing that, but... I just wanted to get you to sing it. What's up? <laughs> I knew the song. I just wanted you to sing it. I know. I know. And <laughs> what's good is I have no shame, so... But exactly. I'm basically going to replace the Planetary with Brandon Drury. So that will be my home run call for him. That works. It does work. It, it, it's phonetically correct. It's phonetically correct. Yes, I'm a big That's believer in that. For in uh, home run calls. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Just Sterling, no, but I think Sterling puts. You know, Sterling makes it phonetically correct, and you know, we have to live up to him. 
I don't think anything he does can be considered correct. <laughs> but no, it, it, it is upsetting that uh, Andujar got set down. It really did seem for the longest time that this was going to be his time to shine. I think he'll be back, though. Oh, no, yeah, I don't think this is for long. I think it's just, you know, we have Brandon Drury. And to be fair, after his, like, extremely hot start, Andujar did cool down a bit. That's not to say he, quote-unquote, deserved to go down, but I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, yeah, even with, like, Glaber Torres, like, it really seemed like Torres and Andujar were really going to get their shot, and then Brian Cashman out of nowhere was like, nah, just kidding. It's like, no, he's not. But both will be up before we know it, and I think they both have the promise of a good major league careers ahead of them. I'm going to say that the Yankees are pretty pretty stacked. Not just this year, but for the future as well. That's what's so scary about them. Like, you know, they have they still have more money coming off the books potentially this year, and then they are well stacked in the farm, and the team is already stacked, so they are set up for quite a while. Yeah, I mean, I think you mentioned it either the last podcast or the one before. Or the, sorry, not a podcast. The last PASOP or the one before. That's right, get it right. Where, yeah, my bad. Where They don't really have many problems, and it doesn't – and I think um, the New York Times just actually wrote about that too. And it's not just for this year. It's for like a while. Like they have – the they can stick around for a long time and, you know, put fear into the hearts of – many a baseball team for a long time. Brian Cashman's done an amazing job. I honestly, I honestly thought you were going to say put my, uh, in the hearts of evildoers. I'm like, yeah, they, they are kind of super heroic. <laughs> they are, except the Yankees are the evil empire. No, so. they're, they're clearly the evil people here and I am fine with that. Yes. Sometimes I'm it's, sometimes okay it's fun it. to root for the bad guy. Yeah. I said, I, I have my heroic team in the, no, I can't even say the Buffalo Bills. No, I don't. I don't have a heroic team. Bills aren't even sidekicks. They're they're like victims. They're victims of the Joker's plot. My Giants have beaten Tom Brady in the Super Bowl twice, so I appreciate. Kind of... I do appreciate them for that because I I was actually thinking the other day, who do I hate more, the Red Sox or the Patriots? And I'm like, I. I do hate the Red Sox more just because I like baseball more as a sport, but man, the Patriots are close. I don't actually hate the Patriots as much as like a lot of people do. That's not to say I like them per se. Because you're a Giants fan, and the Giants yeah, have beaten not... the Patriots. I mean, the Jets, Jets have not Bowl. beaten the Patriots, and the Bills, man, have they not beaten the Patriots. <laughs> right, so like, I don't really have to hate the Patriots and Tom Brady. They're just kind of there Yeah. for me. Still, screw them. And and screw the Red Sox again. We're, again, we're not above pettiness. This this pisop should be just called screw the Red Sox. <laughs> Slash I, LSD. I was about to say I, I'm still pretty high on uh, LSDD. So is he. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, should you make like a? Oh, I was just should you make like something that shows DD high? But there are probably just enough photos of that where. You can probably find a photo where he looks high as high as a kite. Yeah, maybe I could just like color in the eyes a little, make it a little red. <laughs> I mean, no, I wouldn't do that. What are you, what are you talking about, guys? I, you see, I kind of don't want to too because I just love Sir Didi so much. It's like he's too pure for this world. He really is. 
He, he's just so you know, wonderful. This is a bad idea. I'm not going to do that. That's right. Well, we're sorry for even suggesting it, Sir Didi. We know you're listening to this podcast. Yes, he is a noted Pasop fan. Yes. Number one. Yes, Didi. With, uh, Sir Didi, lifelong Pasopi. Yep. I forgot who else. I know Clayton Kershaw's a fan. Yes, uh, Clayton Kershaw. We have a huge list of I think Alex Kopp was, right? Weren't we discussing him last week? Yeah, why not? He is now, at least. He probably is not a fan now, being that he has to face Judge. That's true, but, you know, why would he stop listening to us, his number one podcast on Stitcher? That's true. When, just because Aaron Judge, like, takes him deep, like, 74 times. That's not our fault. We didn't do anything. In a way, we did, though. Because in a way, Judge's home runs are our home runs. And we do rise for them, because all rise. Yes. That, that, That was... That was that stupid. That was a stupid comment, Cringe. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's really funny about I just love how at, at at least like halfway or something through the year, how many of fans of other teams were getting sick of judge puns, and I was like, I'm not stopping. <laughs> his his name is a in addition to his you know gigantic uh, dongs, his his name is just a gift to puns punters everywhere. His monster dongs are a gift to the world. Yes. And I, I will never get tired of those puns because if we're making puns, that means he's doing well. If he's doing well, that means the Yankees are doing well. If the Yankees are doing well, I'm a happy person. Exactly. And now we have uh, Judge and Drury. So. We do have Judge and Drury. <laughs> and D-Rob. He's not relevant, but he's awesome. That's it. His, his, unless you're going to start calling him in, uh, the executioner, which I don't – see, D-D, uh, I mean, D-Rob is also – too pure for this world, so I, I just can't see yes. him as an executioner. I do enjoy his, uh, the DD's emoji for D-Rob being, like, the sheriff boots. Oh, yeah. Because it, it just checks out. Because I see D-Rob just on weekends just chilling in his boots. By the way, shout, sh- again, shout out to, uh, Meredith Morakovitz, who interviewed Didi and asked, like, if she had picked out new emojis for the newer Yankees. I mean, I I think that's a great question to ask DD. At the same time, I always say like ours is not to question uh, Sir DD's emojis. You know, you see people on Twitter all the time. It's like, well, why did he pick that for this? Like, who are you to ask? How dare you? Oh no, it's up to DD. Yeah. He does what he he's the resident expert on this. Let's leave it to him. Exactly, DD does what DD wants. He's we a knight. We don't need to be like he is a knight. I am day. He is knight. Yes. You are not Day. I am not Day. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. It just came to me. <laughs> I shouldn't be allowed to podcast. I should not, I should have to go through like a review process for everything I say. Should this be said in public? Yes or no? Listen, if you were going to do that, I would not have asked you to be the co-host. <laughs> That's true. You you asked me to do this because you know I would say I am day. Exactly. Whatever the hell that means. It doesn't mean anything. It means words. It means noise. Absolutely nothing. It's just noise. Uh, Speaking of noise, I was just reading this earlier today, and I'm very upset with Major League Baseball right now for their crap about, you know, putting it into law about not paying major league or minor league baseball players like making it where if you play baseball you don't succumb to federal labor laws i'm like good god yeah like it was bad enough that you weren't doing this but like 
now you want to make a law so that you could just be like, hey, well, it's not me, it's the law. It's apprenticeships. And you know what the worst part is? There are people who are so, like, brainwashed and blinded by this that, like, you know, the Major League Baseball, if the law passed, could, could just come out and say, well, we would want to, but the law says we don't, uh, we can't, so we don't. Yeah. And they'll be like, well, it's the law. Yeah, even though they were, like, lobbying Congress to pull this crap. And what, yeah, this is what 100% Major League Baseball is doing. A lot of people care about, like, the pace of play issues, and I don't, but, you know, I get why people do. But, like, this kind of stuff is the reason why I'm, I don't care about their minuscule ways of improving pace of play. Because the whole idea behind it is to try to, you know, invigorate, get more, like, people into the sport saying, oh, hey, it's not boring now. But how do you promote to young people out there who want to play baseball, hey, we're not going to pay you to try. So it's an apprenticeship. Good luck. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we, you and I have had uh, plenty of discussions about this, and we kind of stand on, I think, somewhat opposite ends of the whole pace of play issue where I 100% support Major League Baseball trying to improve their pace of play just because I get it. But, yeah, I do also agree that that's not the only thing that they need to solve, and they're still like a corrupt, evil institution, especially when they do stuff like this, which I agree is 100% more important, and that's stuff that they should look at for fixing first. Yeah. and To your point, like they want to bring young fans, but also tell them that, like, hey, we're not going to do anything to help you love baseball and play baseball. Yeah. I mean, between, between the, like, the... Yeah, this stuff and just... I remember that whole thing with the gifts like a few years ago where they, you know, banned people's accounts for uh, making gifts because they wanted to be the one who made the gifts and stuff. And it's just like, you what? You're literally telling people don't promote my product. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with you? I forgot who it was. I think it was like uh, Ben Diamond had made um, – former PSA writer Ben Diamond had made a gif of like Bartolo Colon's first home run – and like it like blew up and went like viral, and then Major League Beast, uh, Baseball came down on him with like the hammer of Thor. Like, no, stop your crap. Yeah, how, how dare you promote our product for free? Yeah, we don't like fun. Exactly, and it, that's that's the problem. Like, and that's where again, that's where I think we differ on pace of play because I just don't see it as an issue to as it improves it for people who are already fans of baseball but people who are not fans of baseball it's not suddenly bringing them in and i just feel like stuff like you know this is really just saying to people you know it's like we totally do not care about uh younger fans and you know younger players at this point no yeah i agree it's like their pace of play stuff especially like the rules that they've implemented so far is not bringing anybody new in but it does help current fans of baseball like me, so it's completely selfish. Hey, look, Major League Baseball and I have something in common. <laughs> Bravo! Now you're really <laughs> now you're really rooting for the uh, the bad guy. Yeah. Bravo. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Uh, just pay. You know, I hate that they don't pay minor league players. I really do. Yeah. But you know, they're apprentices. It's. It just doesn't make sense. And they can afford it, too. That's the thing. Like, They're it would making cost more them. money. Like, baseball yeah. is, is becoming a billion dollars with all the TV contracts and stuff. They are make owners are making more money than ever. And not only are they trying to screw regular players, but they're really screwing over minor leaguers. 
and I, 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 I can't remember where I read this, and so don't quote me on the exact number. I will. But I feel like I read some. So yeah, this is all my research, my findings. But I read somewhere where like if they wanted to just give all minor leaguers just a living wage like of like fifty thousand dollars a year, which is nothing for them, but you know would go a long way into letting these players like you know eat eat. <laughs> I think it would cost them like as like a total of seven and a half million dollars a year, which is like more than money than. Freaking Anthony Swarzak is making, or uh, as much money, or less money than what Anthony Swarzak is making. So, so they sad. they could do it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I it just for me like they're just it just sucks the fun out of and what it just takes me to a place is like they're one hundred percent going to strike when the next uh, labor negotiations come up because this is it's yeah. not getting better. And they did they should. And they they really need to get rid of Tony Clark too because with yes. him at the head of everything, they're not going to get anything done. Yeah, no, he's he's abysmal. But I mean, it's yeah. uh, just it it baseball is not heading to a to uh, to quote the Simpsons. It's not heading to a good place. <laughs> like, to quote the Simpsons, this is a black day for baseball. Yeah, but I mean, we could go on and on about like how evil they are. Yes, the Yankees again. It looks so good. I, I do. What really gets me about it is I just think of the Yankee. You know, baseball's heading to a strike, and again, the Yankees are still, you know, in the phase where they're not sure, like you know, who's going to be on the team in 2019 because, you know, with the uh, Machado and Harper, I won't say Kershaw because he's obviously going to be a Yankee. Big Pasal. Yeah, he's a so big Pasal fan. But I just think of you know the last time. There was a baseball strike, and it was the 94 season, and how upset I was when it was the first, like, contending Yankees team I was old enough to remember and, you know, remember seeing and being good, and they didn't even finish the season, and I was so upset. I mean, obviously, I was not as upset as Montreal Expos fans that year, but I was livid. Because it was the first, and I, you know, at the time, I didn't know if they were going to be good again. You, you don't know. So I just think, like, the Yankees finally have a solid team that could be good for a while. And, you know, I'm hoping they win, obviously, this year and the next five years in a row, because that'd be pretty cool. But it would be. But yeah, it's just, if they're heading for a strike, I just think of, like, what, like, what if there's a team that's been. You know, they talk about rebuilding and then it's your window. But what if you get to a team that makes their window and then they strike? And it's like, oh, it's it's just going to be real bad for the sport. Because the 94 strike. It's bound to happen. Yeah, and the 94 strike was really bad for the sport. And, again, they pretty much let PED slide to get a home run race going so people would get back into it. Yeah, and, I mean, but Major League Baseball is doing this themselves between that and this offseason, if they keep doing what they're doing this offseason with, like, the major league players, too, and it sucks to say that, like, you know, major league players will start to care when it starts to affect them, but, hey, maybe that's what they need for them to realize, like, you know, they're getting screwed at all facets. Yeah, it's and bad. To finally do something about it. A strike, it's going to be, it's going to suck, but it may be just what's needed. What's going to bother me is that so many fans are 100% going to blame the players and not the owners and that's just going to absolutely leave me off. All right, let's let's stop. We see we're, it all the we're time. We're going to we're just going to end yeah. here because the more we talk about this the more upset I'm getting. Yeah.
And I was having a good day. It's a nice little nor'easter going. I'm enjoying the snow. Judge, yeah, congrats on your f- fourth nor'easter. My four-easter. <laughs> See, those puns are why I wanted you to co-host. <laughs> I do what I can. All right, so that wraps up the today's episode of the Pasop, or this week's episode of the Pasop. Uh, you can at me on Twitter at I'm not an HR hitter. No dot com this time. I, I remembered. Uh, <laughs> good for you. Hooray, Kunj, Where can they at you? You can at me on Twitter at mattf fifteen one five. Nice. Yeah, it's a good good account. And you can you can follow pictures of the best dog in the world, Boo, who gets a special Pasop shout out. I love Boo. But I will not pretend that's my dog because that's be that'd be mean. It would be mean, but yeah, I love Boo. So Boo is awesome. Go go look at pictures of Boo. Go Boo. Be, make your make your make your day better. Make your life better. Yeah, pup, go find Boo. Puppy pics do make the the day better. Make the world go around. Yes, you can uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. You can follow us, of course, at pinstripealley.com. You can just listen to the RSS feed if you want. Uh, you can like us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, go to MySpace, maybe. You know, we might be there. Who knows? Hey, maybe we'll be on YouTube. I, I, I still have a Zanga. Nice. <laughs> a Peach account. My live my my live my live journal's still out there. So. <laughs> Said, uh, sign up for Peach. You know, you can send us weird drawings. Man, Peach did not last long at all. I have no idea what you're talking about. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, like peaches are fruit. I like peaches. I'm, I'm a fan of peach. I don't peaches like, are great. I don't like pears. I'm not a big pear person, yeah. but peaches, peaches are good. Pears just like are just seem very dull. Like they're they're the gray. They're to fruit what gray is to colors. I swear you were about to say like they're the Greg Kirkland of fruit. <laughs> no. <laughs> people, because people no. have called me gray. And not referring, they thought my name was Gray. I'm like, what? Really? It's either that or Craig. I get Craig a lot. Well, Craig's at least a name. Gray is not a thing. No. Is it? Is There, there are no first names that are, oh, why would you do that to a child? Yeah. That's a shame. I mean, I, yeah, the only, I think I think Gray is a last name, that's fine, but yes. as a first name, yeah, that's not a thing. Exactly. <laughs> Let's stop right there. All right. <laughs> Before we get into names, uh, let's actually end this with names. Uh, he is Kunshaw. I am Greg Kirkland. Thank you again I for am. listening, Pasapis. And go Pasop and go Yankees. Go Pasop and go Yankees. Thanks, everybody. And uh, soon baseball will officially be back. Huzzah. Woo! I hate baseball. It's the-